Good evening, fam. Uh, welcome to episode number five in the podcast series of Project Blokes. You got your host here, Jordan. Um, we've got Noah Kuhn checking Kewan. in with the boys. Kuhn. Kuhn. Noah Kuhn. Sorry, <laughs> Noah, my bad <laughs> brother. No, you're right, you're and right. our um, celebrity uh, for this podcast is Dimitri Kandili's Rockhampton's. The Rock, Mr. Rockhampton, the Rockhampton icon, uh, Mr. Businessman of Rockhampton. Anything else? Um, model, Adonius, man, he is a Greek god, this guy. Anywho, enough of the shit talk. Um, welcome, Dimmy. How are you? Thanks for the indi- um, introduction. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate that. Don't know how much of that's true, but we'll see what goes on. Most of it's true. Um, and like I said, uh, is this, a fir- this isn't the first time for you. Noah we're on... Um, Podcast well, with it, us in a in a in a kind of a host standpoint, it would be. Yep. Um. I mean, not the interviewee. I'm the interviewer, yep. as you would say. Um. But besides that, man, it's it's the second time on the potty, and I'm keen to get amongst it. Yeah. So we've got Noah on. Uh, Noah's our um creative executive. Creative producer. There you go. He yeah. he likes to have his name for what he does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Project bloke. So 100%. yeah, that's that's Noah's role. But anyway, um, we'll get kicking. Um. Yeah. Jed's not with us tonight today. He's um off gallivanting around down in Brisbane, living it up. I am the Jed. So um, g'day to you, Jed. Um, I'm sure you'll be listening into this one. So yeah, um, we'll start off with um, Demi. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Where you're from? You know where you grew up. B- bit of your family heritage. Bit of a background. Yeah, so I'm a Rocky boy, born and bred. Um, oh. Been here most of my life, you know, just had a short spell in Brisbane for a bit of uni um, and then obviously come back to um, work here full time. What were uh, you studying in uni? Uh, financial planning. So oh, I started cool. with, um, I didn't know what I was going to do after school. Um, obviously just went to uni, done a bachelor um, degree in business. It was very broad and then second year kind of just fell into the specialised field. It, it was pretty new, you know, there's not many people doing it at uni. Mm-hmm. I was probably like the youngest in the class by 10 years. Yep. Wow. I was just like, what, 19 year old just yep, yep. learning about super insurance and how to invest money and I probably failed a few subjects to be honest. Yeah, right. A lot because <laughs> I didn't know what, what I was doing at all. What was a what was like a driving feature behind that pick? Like, I mean, you've done business; you could have picked any avenue, you know, circumferencing business. Yeah. But what kind of made you go for that out of the ordinary subject, in a sense? Yeah. Okay. I I think it just like it centers around just help, you know, helping someone, and that just seems a bit airy fairy. But you re- you know, in this profession, you really do You're like you know the skills behind the scenes, and it's just all about showing people the way. Yep. So. I guess like getting financial planning advice, you can actually really make a big difference to someone's situation like now, five years time, 10 years time. And, you know, you can, you know, you can't make them rich overnight, but you no. can put the steps in play. Um, and you can get some people out of some really deep shit. Yep. And that just really, well, you know, that makes me happy that I can make a, di- you know, a difference to someone's life. Yep. Um, and you know, nat you know, naturally growing up in a family of like business owners, and you know, um, you know, my granddad used to develop property for a living yep. whilst cutting hair. <laughs> um, you know, it was just always just you know, family dinners and lunches or whatever. You know, special occasions. It was just always centered around what you're doing with your money, mm. 
Are you wasting money? Mm. And like, you know, it's just it's just focused on that. And I guess at uni, um, it kind of put those concepts that I was always brought up talking about into, you know, and decent fruition. steps. Yeah, yeah. 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 Do, do you think um, growing up around that and learning a lot and hearing a lot from your family helped you through uni? Like it kind of gave you a bit of a kickstart? Like you had some idea or was uni completely different? Like you were just mind blown because you learnt so much. Obviously you learnt so much more, but... Um, you know, you learnt different ways than what you were kind of taught growing up. Like, was there... Yeah, for sure. Like, you know, um, I guess, you know, typical... Uh, how can I say it? Greek a, family. A Greek <laughs> family. You know, like, honestly, yeah. you have, like, Asian family, Greek family, you know, coming over from a foreign country. Well, coming to a foreign country. All, all you kind of know is start a business, invest in property... And don't spend your money. So your f- your grandfather come over to Australia. Yeah, yeah. And he st- he pretty much come with nothing. No, he just came with a suitcase and a pair of clippers and scissors. There you yeah. go. So yeah. he's built yeah. himself up from the yeah. Ground. And but like you know, I guess find your planning now. It's like exploring all your other options. Like I guess coming from um, your background, you only grew up with one option. Yep. And now um, I guess in my my profession. There's many options. Yep. And now, you know, like, um, you know, you put your money into super, you basically save into some shares, you basically start a company, start company structures, you know, to save tax. Yep. You know, um, it's just, there's so many options now and even with the rise of digital assets such as crypto, there's even more options out there. Yeah, and that's what I was going to say. Like, I feel like there's been so much growth around what you do um, current in like the last current years just through like younger people um, wanting to start businesses wanting to better themselves wanting money and you know obviously because they do see all this these people online that are achieving greatness and are making money or are showing that they're making money through social media they want to live that life so I guess you know um, money is a massive thing in the world always has been but even more so now um and a lot of the younger generation and even like my generation, like money's a big bit of a trigger point because a lot of us never knew how to handle it um, mm. and struggle with money. So it's a big stress. So yeah, like definitely like do you think that your job, um, like it's created a lot more work and then a lot more avenues for you? Yeah, for recently? sure. But I, like now it's like the rise of gratification after half an hour kind you know kind of thing like get rich quick you know mm, cri- you know mm. crypto go go um goes up to the moon of they what you know whatever they say overnight instant millionaire you know people put a video up get so many likes get so many ads from it instant but you know we kind of stick to our foundations our traditions in th- this profession and we say the longer it takes the longer it lasts there's no come in, you know, come fly by, get rich quick schemes here because yeah. it's kind of building those solid foundations. Yep. So uh, that I kind of look at. A question I have is, um, obviously, your your the men in your life have been strong figures. Like for your grandfather to come over to a foreign country, I'm sure he spoke hardly any English, and to, you know, live the life he has with the success he has, and also your father as well. What what has that kind of instilled in you and your values? Like, are, are you still a, a in a sense, a, a traditional man, or are you adapting it? Are you working with it in yourself? Yeah, um, 
think the stubbornness has fully set in. Like yep. it's always just stuck to tradition. Like tradition yep. heritage is a massive thing for me. Yep. And you know, even adapting to new ways of, of doing things in this digital age of investments, or mm. you know, trying to do things and better yourself. Mm. I ha- haven't really. Um, try to experiment too much yep. because coming from a traditional family and such a traditional job mm. it's kind of hard for me to try and step yeah. you know step out yep is um is that some of your goals in the future but is to learn yeah of this course yeah because like you know after i've been advising now for going on eight years now mm-hmm. um starting in the industry 11 years mm. um you know i've started to know my craft as you say it now yep. and yep. once you just get out of that traditional box and look out of what all you know options there are your actual um yeah possibilities just open up yeah especially with gen 3 like web 3 coming along because we're moving out of web 2 into web 3 with the metaverse and and everything that's been announced recently um i feel like it i feel like your job might even come into more fruition and there might be more opportunities that yeah. that, that are coming with all this <laughs> money that people are starting to come across yeah it. i know like this crazy money and like don't even ask me anything about the metaverse because <laughs> i just shake my head and put my head in the sand yeah but you know obviously i'm the kind of guy that just wants to see and touch something and yeah, you know yeah if i want to buy a house i want to touch a wall or something yeah, like yeah. i just can't get a grip of what's happening out there yeah um the fundamentals like you know is very different like you know if you buy a share there's something behind it yep if you buy property, you can see it. You can actually put someone in there to rent. You can basically add some rooms on. But yeah. when when you buy something that's not very tangible, um, yeah, it's t- it's totally different. And of you know, obviously, there's room for this to fit into our scope. Like mm. obviously, traditional advice is just invest. Um, you know, property, super um, shares, uh, business. Mm. You, you know, but. Uh, these new assets are coming into our our um our scope mm. you know just like and like i put it as like doctors like years ago they only looked at limited things but as i guess te- you know technology and research uh, um, evolves they start widening their scope a bit mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah so yeah so um it's, it's, it's all for the better i think just mm. to touch a little bit on that so someone out there um wanting to get involved in the investing game or um, just wanting to know what to do with their money. Like what's what's some basic strategies that you suggest um, for people um, who are starting out, who are beginners, um, who don't really know what they're doing? Like yeah, um, where do you suggest they kind of go mm. to? What Where do you suggest they should like kind of spend their money? I have to touch on this. It's so hard now yep. to find something because you type in Google, there's so much white noise around everywhere like you, you type in google something you want to find out and like 50 pages comes up um where's the best place to put my money where's the best place to save like you know how to start a bit bu- you know um how to start a business everyone has an opinion now yeah definitely even the random guy that has just set up his instagram account to preach about you know even someone who has this a profession totally different to investment markets yep. is preaching about how to get rich overnight. Oh, 100%. So yeah. there's so much information out out there. And I guess we've come into effect that you just need to go see someone and yep. put everything on the, you know, on the table, just yep. nice and simple. And like, you know, you don't, people don't, don't need financial planners. You have to want one. That's right. Yep. Yeah. Um, so, you know, um, 
just stick to the fundamentals. Like, you know, know where your money goes. You yep. know, save a bit. Buy a house if possible. Yeah, like, you know, start with a house. Um, but, like, you know, get the emergency fund building up. Like, just get cash on the... You know, not cash, but, you know, savings. Yep. yep. Rainy day, yeah. Yeah, just yeah. rainy day account. Build that up because at the end of the day... You can put all your money into own, you know owning a home, but as soon as an aircon breaks or as soon as something just goes wrong with the house, you have to find money to fix it. Yeah, hundred percent. That and is a big one. Yeah, that's and that's when the credit card comes out. That's yeah, when the personal yeah, lo- lo- yeah. Uh, loans come out, and that's when you start going backwards. Mm. Um, so just fundamentals, you know, before you do anything, just save, just pool of cash, and then work out your goals. Yep. Right, and just don't put something in just for like a, a overnight investment like mm. you know yeah you, mm. you have to plan these buckets for the long term, long term. Mm. and and i guess in saying that too um living as debt free as possible so live within your means yeah you don't go out and spend money that you don't have or buy a house that you aren't going to be able to pay off the biggest killer is getting a home that is like um too expensive for what your repayments are straight up yep. you start a job you, you get a job and then um you know you Get a job with um, after fi- you know after after finishing uni or get an apprenticeship or you know just um you know out of school you're making good money, and then you enter into seven hundred thousand dollar you know um dollar home. Now I'm talking about Rocky and your poon here. Yeah. 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 Otherwise, yeah. if it applies yeah, yeah, down, down south, south, you probably have to do that. Yep. But even here, like it's cost of living. Like if you if you fill the cup up straight away from day one, there's nothing else to fill. Like you mm. can't go. Traveling, you can't go saving for something else you want. You can't go investing extra money. You're busting your ass to pay off that one home. See, and that's where a lot of this mental health comes into fruition as well. That's where you you fill that cup too early at too young of an age. You, you're you're locked. You can't move in that situation. Like you said, you can't go on holidays. You can't go anywhere. You can't enjoy life with all its fruits. You're stuck, and then down the track, it leads into some pretty dark and, and miserable places. And I've and I've seen that. I've seen uh, I've seen that people. And, um, you know, obviously we have all offices right around Queensland. Yep. Um, I manage, I look after the office in Moorumba. I yeah, go so out there once a month. Just to interrupt you, so just a bit of plug on um, who you work for. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So you said you, you're obviously in the financial division as a financial planner. You go out to Moorumba and whatnot. So who are you working for? Yeah, okay. So it's, it's a local co- um, company by the name of Soundbridge Financial Planning. Yep. Mm-hmm. So um, it started off in, in Rocky with a group of um, partners and then they started bringing on um, new staff yep. and started expanding. So I started about eight years ago now yep. there. And as – so we were out on Gladstone Road yep. in, Ro- you know, in Rocky and then uh, we expanded to our riverfront location six years ago at the old Rockhampton Club. And then from there, I guess the partners started buying up, um, you know, businesses and trying to – um, expand their uh, portfolio. Well, yeah, yeah, expand their dream of ser- you know servicing most of Australia, mm. because uh, you know obviously the advice we give is amazing, yep. mm-hmm. good quality, and we want to share it with as much people as possible. So it went from Rockhampton, then they went to Gladstone, and then Mackay, mm-hmm. and then Sunshine Coast. So anyone can apply. Like anyone can go see you guys. It's not it's not yeah. tailored to any sort of uh, no. community or anything like that. <sighs> I ideally we have a certain client more um you know a client more yep. um you know um model uh, you say yeah yeah um and it is pre-retirees yep right so that's our niche market 
mm-hmm. right? Because we all we all we obviously can basically make a massive difference with the more money you have, mm-hmm. the more money we can make and save and whatnot through structures and taxes. Yep. But our offering has expanded since bringing on new uh, and basically younger advisors. Yeah, and you and obviously through that, like you said, the younger generation are starting to want to make their money work for them. Yeah, well, so. Well, yeah, traditionally financial planning was just if you had money, that's yeah. when we can service you and mm. not much has changed. You, you know, ideally you want to attract someone with money so you yep. can do more things for them. But now we're getting on these, you know, you, ha- you have to get someone while they're young. Yep. So if you teach them how to save, teach them how to, bu- you know, budget, the wealth will build, you know, build, you know, um, build up. And you have to look at the opportunity cost of if they started 10 years ago, Rather than two years ago, what is the difference? And it's a massive difference. Mm. Yep. So now you obviously, like you're saying, your niche has kind of changed um, and you're targeting all audiences kind of thing. Yeah, I get people as soon as they enter their um, apprenticeship or finish uni, they come in and we just, you know, free of charge, just set set some uh, foundation general advice. Yep. You know, uh, stick to a budget, um, set up the emergency funds. Yep. Say, you know, save for your first home be, because, you know, there there's um, stuff out there, home or shares or investments. Yep. Stuff. You know what? Really, if, if, if you save for that first home, yep. something remarkable happens. Equity goes up. Yeah. Depends if you buy smartly. So the value of the home goes up. Yep. Over time, you bust your ass and make the debt go down mm. and you build up equity. From mm. the equity, then you move on to the next one. Passive income. Yep. yep. Yeah, yeah. So then you can put that equity into the next investment next property next or, or shares. shares. So, or, yep. so yeah, just get the foundations right. And I guess I pride, I pride myself in getting people incubated in the fact that I'll lead you to the water now, start drinking yep. kind yep. of thing. Yep. You, you just point them in that direction and then let them go for it a bit. And yeah. You're just kind of like that soundboard and you look over things and you where they need to be directed, you kind of give that direction. So you kind of like... That support that people need, and a lot of people obviously do need it with their money. Yeah. So yeah, no, that's great. So just going back to speaking about Morinbar, um, what brings you to Morinbar? Like, what's out there? Is yeah. it mining? Um, yeah, definitely mining. Yep. A bit of farming. Yep. As well, but um, obviously the business w- was built traditionally on um, servicing the west. Yep. So um, we've a lot of mining companies um, approach us to go and give talks out there. To how to better manage people's like taxes and supers and incomes and where to put their money because, you know, mining is amazing. But the general consensus I get from my clients is we're here for a reason. We're we're here to make money yep. for our families and do something with it. And for some clients, you know, they um, try and do the right thing. They buy they buy a home, but but they buy it in in the wrong time. Mm. And in Moranbah. Especially, I have clients that bought for six hundred thousand, and the home's worth two now. Mm, mm, and mm. the mental stress that comes with that mm-hmm. is just incredible. Be, be, because they go to work working for the bank. Mm. Yeah, like they can't look in the mirror and say, "I'm going to work to save up for a holiday, or you know, get the car I want, or you know, start doing something with my life." And for lit- myself. No, nah, yep. it's never for themselves. Because if you owe money to the bank, you're just working. And you have to, you know, I I, I see marriage breakups. I, I see all kinds. So of you things. see a lot, a lot of all from money. A lot of stigma 
around mining um, out west and money. Like, there's a massive stigma around that with their mental health. Like, there's lots of yeah. issues. If you enter mining with a plan yep. and come out of it, you will be one rich person. 100%. But the more money you make, the more money you spend, and that's what I see out there. And don't get me wrong, debts... That's a very bad thing. It makes you keep you awake at night. But we teach people how to use debt smartly. Yeah, yep. yeah. Like you know, if they if you have a subcontractor that took out a loan for their car, we'll show them how to write it off. Mm. You know, legally because they're mm. making money from having that car. They're yep. going to mine sites and they're going to businesses. We show people making money how to have an investment loan mm-hmm. because that's all tax deductible. You know, yep. because. The most demoralizing thing is, especially for high income earners, you know, miners, mm. they go to work and half their money, well, if you're above 230 or yep. half their money goes to tax. We, we all know someone whinging about how much tax they, um, they pay. <laughs> accountants aren't going to help, you know, help you. No disrespect to the accountants, but mm. they just tell you how much you have to pay. Mm. Yeah. We, are, we actually tell you how to put your money away smartly so you can basically minimise how much tax you pay and basically make it work better for you. Yeah, 100%. And I've been caught in that trap before, like the stresses of business and money and not knowing what to do with my money, not knowing where to go, um, not even knowing who I should ask for help with. So like, yeah, I definitely firsthand know what that's like. Um, the stresses around it, the stresses around tax and, you know, you just work and next minute you ask your account, oh yeah, how am I doing? Yeah, you're all right. Next minute, you get smashed with this bass bill. You get smashed with the tax bill. Yeah, and you're like, what the? I thought I'm going well. Next minute, half your savings is gone because you're paying it back into tax because you're not letting your money go to work for you. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I know. And and it's it's hard to see who to turn to. Like that's the hardest thing. You have yeah. tax. You have a mortgage. You have you want to refinance your loan. You want to sell your home. Like I really pride myself into being a project manager for someone because mm. I guess I'm lucky to have a vast network around CQ. Yeah. Fam- you know, family being here for so long that if you need a real estate agent, I'll refer you one. If you yeah. need an accountant, I'll get you in. If you need someone to get you a loan, I know one. Like mm. most advisors just stick to what they know and they they just look at, you know, for someone young, the the, the boring super fun. So, someone under... 35, even 40, doesn't want to know about their super. They want to know how can I get in a home? How can I save for a business? How can I start investing money, you know, mm. you know, a mu- yeah. you know a money 100%. now? So it just, it, re- it really does annoy me when like you typically in the past, young guys have gone to a financial planner and they've just been ripped off because they've got something they didn't even want. Yeah, yep, yep. And they have no idea about any of what they're going to. They're hoping to get support from someone and... You know, I guess that end of the bargain hasn't always been lived up to or they've asked for advice in other areas and they haven't been directed correctly. Yeah. Yeah. So is there any advice that you have for, you know, 20, 19, 18, young boys coming into the apprenticeships around Rocky and, you know, around Australia Mm. basically? Is there any, like, short-term advice if they're Mm. looking to get into this type of field and, and, and get in contact with you? Is it like a, you know, have six months where you buy what you want to buy and do what you want to do and then oh for sure as as soon as you come into money like honestly go for it yeah just go spend yep but like not nothing too stupid where reasonably yeah, yeah but yeah. you know get it out of your system yep. and then put some goals into place and say hey i want to do this by a certain time 
and so forth, you know. Yeah. Don't and another thing is stop comparing yourself to the TikTok guy or the Instagram yep. guy because be your own I guess be your own kind of um, person in a sense. Yeah. 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 Like stick you, yeah. you know, stick to it. Like stop looking at other people's with the Ferraris and mm. say shit off to take out six like house loans to try and pick the market because mm. that's what you know one way to go broke like see that's the issue with social media that i find is especially on, like i'm 21 like i mean you boys are young but i come up in that second generation after use yeah it's it's pretty hard man like you you see you on your phone and you see on facebook you see on instagram oh yeah you see on twitter everyone succeed and like you see these people preaching knowledge how they're rich overnight or they're rich in such a short period of time and it makes you kind of feel uh, it builds your anxiety and you're self-conscious in a sense and you go, shit, okay, I need to have the flashes car. I need to get a loan out for a 2022 Hilux. I need to apply for a house straight away. I need to get this loan to have this bike and this watch and these shoes and this shirt and this phone. It it kind of sets you up for failure straight off the rip. Oh, yeah, man. And like said, saying like, you know, half these guys, you don't know really what's going on behind the closed exactly. doors too. What they're showing you might necessarily be the life they are living. Mm. They're probably not happy. Well, they exactly. are happy to an extent, yeah. but then, like Dim said before, um, they're stuck. They're trapped. They're trapped in paying these off. Mm. So yeah, all they're doing is sitting trolling Facebook, oh, well, money, Instagram, money is and they can't do much else. It's so depressing. Yeah. Yeah, like you know, here's someone that's like trying to build themselves up. They're sticking to their goals. They're tre- you know treading their own path. They're mm. doing the best they can, and all of a sudden. At night, they lay awake looking at someone else's success, and it's it is depressing. And that that's where the um the bad decision you know bad decisions start coming. Yeah, you decide to get out the seventy grand loan with a high interest. Like, yeah, well, yeah. like you know, but that's when the bad investment decisions start happening. They're going shit. I'm behind. Oh, I should go and get out a loan to invest in crypto. You know, yeah. in crypto because everyone else is getting rich or invest in the um in these shares straight away mm. without. Properly seeing what your goals are, mm-hmm. and, and that's um, right. If you don't have direction, if you don't have a purpose, if you don't have goals, if your values don't align with these things, well, you know, if you don't, if you're lost, like unless you put your money, like you said, to work, mm-hmm. you make the money work for you. You have goals for that money. You have a purpose, then you can achieve these things. But without having that, well, you don't know where you're going. Really, you got no yeah. direction. Mm-hmm. And like I guess my biggest advice is get your foundations built first, and then with whatever money you have, then surplus, go for it. Yeah, yeah. Ju- yeah. Just yeah, if you have money to burn and you want to lose it, that's called speculative advice. And we just say, well, okay, you've got your foundation sorted now. Mm. What's next? Oh, uh, you know, start a passive invest, you know, um, investment uh, portfolio, which is an investment property or a share portfolio, yep. nice and traditional, then go to the speckies now. Yeah, then try yeah. that. You know, the because sh- you have yeah. always something to fall back on. You always have, you go, you know, you go back to your own home that you can sell or rent yeah, out. Worst if comes you, to worst, like, you've got that. Like, you know, there's many articles, but I've, I've found if you want a strong base, have your own home. Mm. Because at the end, the end of the day, if shit goes pear-shaped, you can always sell it. Mm. If you want to go traveling, you can rent it out. Yeah, and it's paying itself off. Yeah, yep. and at the end of the day, if you buy smartly, the value of the home will go up. Yeah, and that's where you take the next step. Yeah, and I think that's what I've always been taught: like have a roof, o- you know, over your head, but not at the detriment of your cash flow. Don't fill the cup up too much, mm-hmm. because you see the people with seven hundred grand home, um, you, you know, homes from their first job, and they're still paying it off. Mm. Where you get someone with a two hundred fifty grand home. 
and they have three of them now. Yep. It's all about the you know the opportunity cost of where you start and where you want to go. Mm-hmm. So um, just a question around if someone out there is struggling with their money and they're you know in a shit place, I guess you could say. Um, what's some advice you could give to those guys um, to kind of dig themselves out of that little um, bit of a debt pit or, you know, just a struggle in life? Like, what should they do? What should they pay certain things off first? Oh, what yeah, do you think yeah. that they should do? Well, like, first and for, um, foremost, go and see someone. Just yep. Even if you don't know who to see, j- just like, you know, just book in with the financial planner. I don't mm. care, it's me. Just go and see someone because we'll help, like... Nothing's better than a personal touch. That's right. And yep. like, mm. if you look in someone in the eye and say, just help me, you can't mm. do that to a computer screen because what they'll do is you type in, where do I go? And the computer screen will give you back fucking 50 pages of random yep. advice. Like, mm. just go see someone. And then I guess we, with debt, and it's hard, like if you're drowning in debt, I call it debt, um, it's called a debt snowball mm. strategy. Yep. So you start off with the smallest one because self-gratification is the, the biggest thing that mm-hmm. he, uh, helps yes. you with motivation. Mm-hmm. If, you, if you kill off the, f- the smallest debt, I don't care if it's like two bucks, like, like you know, to be realistic, you know, yeah. a small... thousand dollar debt. Yeah. You hit that off once, you will have motivation to hit off the, sec- you know, the second one. Mm-hmm. And something unique happens. The repayments you were putting towards the thousand dollar, you know, the smaller debt, it goes on to the se- the second beat, you know, the, the, like, the like next payment, yeah, like the next one, yep. and then once you hit that, you know, now you have two repayments going on to the third one, and then once and the third one's done, you have all this money that and you're then, then by saving. By the time you're yeah. hitting that thirty grand personal loan that's never been able to shake, you have all this spare money. You just pump off that loan. Mm-hmm. You, you have cash flow again. Mm-hmm. Cash flow means motivation, like. I've seen so many people down and out because they're busting their ass to literally go to work and they're, they're making all this, you know, they're working on the week, you know, on weekends. Yep. They're trying to get ahead. Yeah. But it's it, it's just going as like a merry-go-round. Mm-hmm. Once you have cash flow, your motivation will go sky high. And I, and I found this, once your savings account builds up that's when the motivation really kicks in 100 i feel that as well man i, I mean when i was a young fellow i, I kind of made some bad decisions got a car loan as soon as i you know got my peas and all that you know the typical thing and it was like seven and a half grand man and i that's I, actually not bad though yeah yeah and, but it was in a sense because i started to neglect it i was wasting yeah, oh, my money yeah. on other things and other means yeah and i mean i was, was paying it off but i i wasn't in my head i was going to pay more off over time yeah. and i mean i only just finished paying it off end of last year but when that when I kind of got that last check and it, the last like you know that last payment went off in my mind I'm like holy shit yeah here's two hundred and fifty five bucks a week that I can just that's how you have to think yeah yeah like and then there's two fifty that I split one goes to the savings one goes to my you know like holidays or something like that and you start the the gratification in your mind like you're saying it, it just it clicks and it kind of makes you look at it from a whole different aspect and a whole different field like so yeah what I'm pretty much getting from that is put a plan in place stick to it. And watch that plan go and there'll be positives from it kind of thing. Like, you know, if you stick to your plan, you have a goal and you set that and you stick to it, at the end of the day, there'll be light at the end of the tunnel. Mm. Like, yeah, and make it realistic. Like, like don't say, I'm going to save a million bucks in two years. Like, yeah. Like, if you're a heart surgeon, you could. Yeah. <laughs> no, but 
literally. Honestly, yeah. anyone could yeah. do it. But yeah. it like just have to be real and Live say, well, your means, yeah. I will do it, but it will take longer than what someone else would. Yeah. Yep. And just with the goals, like there's this. Just break it down so simple. There's three main goals. Short-term goal, medium-term goal, long-term goal. Mm -hmm. And this is how you actually invest money. If your goal is short-term, that means you put it into cash because you need to access that in like one or two years. Mm -hmm. If you put that earmarked money in shares, one in two years, that that will just be fluctuating. You put... You want to put money you want to save in a home like one or two years that home value is down mm. yeah and then you have a medium term pot of money where to be honest you can't touch it for five years so that's when you could go okay i could probably put it into some shares yep. because in five years time i need it mm-hmm. and then your long-term goals that's kind of like well i'm not going to be touching this for bloody 15 or 20 years mm. so that's when super comes into it that's when a block of land, a specky block of land comes into it. That's when a property comes into it. Yep. So you have to know where each investment sits. Mm-hmm. And now I've found it's very it's very mixed. Like people that want to save a quick buck, the, their short-term goals, they're trying to pick the market with these, you know, oh, some, some people do it mm. am, you know, amazingly. But That's the thing, some. It's yeah. luck. Yeah. Like look at shares and crypto now. Like if your goal was to save for a home in the next 18 months mm. and you've put your savings into the crypto markets, the share markets right now, mm. you're waiting another year or two years or three years before they rebound back to what you've put in. Yep. And there goes mm. your short-term goal. That's right. Yep. You know, whereas if you're stuck to the fundamentals of, okay, let's build cash savings, you get into your home first, who cares what are I mean, other people are doing? Stick to what you want to do. Mm. Yep. Mm. See, man, I just want to I just want to ask a quick question. Like, um, I mean, I mean, you're you're playing soccer right now, yeah? Uh, actually, not this year. I'm taking. I'm 31. I, I can feel the effects of yeah. the knees. Yeah. Yeah. So preach a bit about that. I mean, was that a was that a thing growing up? That's always been something that surrounded you. Yeah, it was more my mum's side. I, um, actually, dad's side's always been about. I guess powerlifting and gym, you know. Yep. Mum's side was so, you know, sort of crazy. So I started when I was seven years old. Yep. So what, 30? So what's that, 23 years of playing soccer? Yeah, okay, yeah. So, yeah, it's just been a, yeah. uh, Oh, sorry, no. I was was just going to ask, was that like something growing up that you resonated with? Is that something that kind of got you through some hard times that you suffered from? Oh, for for sure. Like, you you know, like if you have a bad week, you have a bad day, you always look forward to the training session. You, You always look forward to the games. Yep. Because, um, you know, some people can contest. I don't probably do it often than I should. But once you score a goal in soccer, it's, it's like a... It's like a... It's like a... Shot of adrenaline. Yeah, it's like a drug. <laughs> like you, Those endorphins, mate. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. You, you sort of keep doing it and doing it and it keeps you motivated. Yep. And, um, yeah, sport really... Because I've always been active through my life, whether it's soccer or gym. Yep. I don't... Um, I was fortunate to get my black belt when I was year 10. What was that in? In Taekwondo. Yeah, copy. So that really cemented some discipline. I was going to say that discipline around Taekwondo would be unreal. You know, that would have cemented a lot of that for you as well. And um, and like you said, around the soccer would be your mateship too. Like a lot of your mates you've got are through soccer and through sport. Oh, most of my connections are through sport. Like, you know, um, no matter what club I've played for, played Played for like three around um, Rock, yeah, every you know, club in Rocky. Rocky. No, <laughs> no <man. laughs> every club in Rocky. Oh no, Sean Jasperson. J- 
just the ones that... That's Jasper, well. every club in Rocky. Yeah, Jasper's on, on his, what, six club or yeah, something? Yeah, he would be. <laughs> yeah, it's just having that group of people around you. Like, yep. even if it's like you play chess, like, as long as there's people in the room you can just talk to and just mm-hmm. enjoy. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't be in your room thinking about your hard times because you need a... You need you need a release, mm-hmm. and so for sport that was it. Yeah. So, um, obviously you know Geordie for a long time. Yeah, I've known. How long have I known you? Man, probably around that age group. Yeah, you are. Yeah, I'm older than you. Yeah, I'm 89, I, I, but I've probably known Geordie since he was seven years old. Yeah. yeah so, Dimmy's uh, fa- dad or family owned the units next door to my parents' house. Yeah, oh, and, okay. and I was there every weekend, the lawn. most weekends, mowing the lawn. Yeah. Shirt off, even from a young age, oh, six pack ripped up, oiled, oiled <laughs> up body. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, and then I'd see you at the gym. Yeah, I used, gym. To, I, I, used, I used to sneak away from mowing lawns to go play with the next door neighbour, who was Jordan. Yeah. And, and we used to go throw rocks at, like, neighbours' roofs yeah. or something. <laughs> something like that. And, yeah, then, right. um, and then through the gym. Yeah, yeah. so, yeah. and then, yeah, so, um, known your dad and family and yeah. Jimmy for many years, man, and. So yeah, that's how it kind of started for us. Yeah, that's how that's how it eventuated. Yeah. yeah, and then obviously more connected than years later through other mates. And I don't play soccer, but just through going and watching you guys play soccer, Look, probably every six months of my life, I, I, I've probably seen Jordan. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Just you be my boyfriend if you want. Yeah, uh, <laughs> why not? <laughs> On the side, don't tell anyone. But uh, yeah, um, we'll um, look at wrapping things up yeah, in a man, second yeah, anyway. Yeah, but yeah. Um, there's um. Not too many more questions I think I've got for Demi. I'm, I just oh. kind of wanted to bring him on, speak a little bit about finance, just mix yep. things up yep. um, for oh, any guys out there that are kind of um, in the money side of things or want a bit of support around money or mm. want to hear a little spiel about some money and yeah. finance and direction and where Demi thinks the best way to go with things are. So, you know, um, the whole idea was to get him on just to plug a bit of that and... Um, give guys out there a little bit more info who are stuck or mm-hmm. who are lost or, you know, who think that they want a bit more support or want to um, do something with their money instead of just sitting it in a bank account. So yeah, if, you're, if you're drowning in debt or don't know where to look, just, you know, j- just call in. Come mm. have coffee. Come have yep. – we'll go have a beer at the cry just like next door. And, that, and that's it. And that's what we try to promote around with um, Project Blokes is the whole stories, not stats thing. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. as Demi's just said – Get out there and chat, like chat to someone. Pick up the phone if you're struggling. Ring someone. Ring a financial advisor. If it's not Demi, there's plenty more around Rocky. Mm-hmm. Um, just call someone and ask a question and for sure they'll help you out. Mm. Um, yeah, just go to work for yourself. Just go to work. I don't, you, know, like, like you don't have to go work for, you know, for yourself as a self-employed, but if you're going to work, you want to enjoy it, you want a, a purpose. Yep. And go there. Don't go to work to pay off a bill. Mm. You know, go. You know, mm. go to work to get something. You know, get something. Get something out of it. Don't don't work to get to the end of the week and be paying the bank. Yeah, yeah. don't work for the man. That's right. Yeah. And mind you, after my clients who have a plan in place, whatever money spared, just do whatever you want with it. I don't care what you do with it, yeah. as long as the fundamentals are behind the scenes. As, as long as he's like. You know, you get paid, then some direct debits go to what we're trying to achieve yep. is met. Go for it. Yep. Splurge, awesome. go. Um, 
And just letting you know, we've hit the big smoke now. We've opened our office in uh, um, in Brisbane City. True. So we're um, so you'll be as of January Brisbane City once a month. So you'll be down there once yeah, a month. Once a month. Right or on the roost day. Or a week. Is there some big? Is there oppos- There's obviously big opposition down there as well that you'll be. Oh, massive! There's yep. there's big, uh, um, fi- you know, financial start, you know, big establishments down there. Yep. But um, yep. you know. A few cousins down there, a few connections. Yeah, we yeah. But, that, but that's good for you because that's another level for you. That's another level that you want to hit, yeah. and that's yeah, of course, yeah. You know. To try and try and take on the Brisbane mar- market's big, but yeah, yeah. Um, but you're capable. Look at what look at what you've done in such a short period of time. Yeah, 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 for sure. Definitely regional central Queensland. Well, central Queensland and the regions. Yeah, mm. we're um. Making some waves, and it 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 just comes down down to face to face values. Like, you know, it's not I send me an email. It's like, well, come see me. That's right. Mm-hmm. Or it's like, I'll come see you this afternoon. Like, it's not like, oh, send me an email. I'll get back to you. Well, let's zoom. Like, I'd rather go see someone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's one thing that I've noticed about you, and I like as well is, yeah, you are keen. You're not all talk about saying that you'll come and see someone. You will make that time. You will catch up. You will say come in, and like that, you got that face value from people, and you know, you get that personal touch and i think that's more important than sitting behind a keyboard or behind a phone and and you know giving people a spiel like if you actually get out there in the community and actually talk to people make people aware of who you are um you're going to create more contacts you're going to create more people that are going to come in and speak to you and and at the end of the day people say oh you know you're a businessman but you're also helping them out too like it's not just about Mm. you it's about what you're creating in this community yeah for sure and obviously, you know, my, my, my big goal I really want to do is fi- financial advice for professional athletes. Movie stars, <laughs> yeah, athletes, yeah. you know, I think of all yep. the parties, you know, all, all the perks. <laughs> so who yeah. knows, um, maybe a stint in London's coming up soon. Yeah? Who knows, just watch this space. See what happens. Project Blokes we'll in see. London. Project Blokes in yeah, London. Yeah, we'll come yeah. over for, yeah. a, for yeah. a holiday with you. Yeah. 100%. But no... Um, that's pretty much, I think, it for this potty. Um, we'll 100%. leave it at that. Uh, no, we appreciate you, you, Dim, yeah. for coming on. And um, oh, thank you, man. Yeah, it was great. This is the second one. The last one we had troubles with audio. No, um, no, no, no. The the problem was is I I I wasn't financially. What's the word? I wasn't financially right. Oh, and then I, you went and seen Demi. And exactly, now you've got all exactly. This gear. I put oh, my we mo- have so much uh, to claim now. Brother. I put my money <laughs> in the right places. I started saving properly, and look where we are now. Yep, bigger and better things on the way. Your tax return would be some beefy tax. Yeah, <laughs> some beefy yeah your shouts. But now nah, all good fellas. Well, um, cheers, Noah. Yeah. We'll plug it in today. Shoot. Cheers, Demi. Appreciate it. We will catch up again. Um, So, yeah, any of you guys out there that want support, that need support, Demi's your man. Soundbridge, Rockhampton. um, Moorumbah, Brisbane. Yep, all those places. Otherwise, hit Demi up on all socials. Give him a follow anyway. 100%. Sweet. Thank you. See you, guys.